Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast with Ryan Cote, where we feature casual conversations with entrepreneurs about personal development and growth. Hey, Spencer. Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. How are you? Hey, Ryan. I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, I'm excited to speak with you for the next 15 minutes or so. You know, I was on your podcast and now you're on mine. So it's, we've come full circle here. That's <laughs> how it works sometimes. Exactly. So why don't you tell everyone who you are, what you do for a living, and then what some what uh, some of your hobbies and passions are? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I run a digital marketing agency. I've um, been doing that for about 11 years now. We are based out of the Springs. So we've got about 17 people that are you know here and spread all over the U.S. And so my, yeah, my daily work is centered around that and growing that business and trying to remove myself from different pieces of that puzzle. And then in terms of hobbies, let's say right now it's centered a lot around uh, my kids. They are almost three and almost one. So it's a lot of just hanging with them, playing with them. But we try to get out and do a lot of hiking and bikes and scooters and whatever they're starting to do. And then just as I'm sure with a lot of your listeners, you know, learning, reading, you know, just trying to improve in different areas. I, I definitely consider that a hobby as I usually if I if I go too long without reading, you know, something new or trying to get a little bit better, I start to um, not feel as good about myself. <laughs> so if I asked you, uh, what's your most recommended book? What's the first book that comes to mind? <laughs> it would definitely change depending on, uh, you know, the quarter or the year that you asked me. But right now, it's definitely Who Not How. And uh, it's Benjamin Hardy and Dan Sullivan. And basically, the concept is... You know, a lot of times, especially as entrepreneurs, we're pretty good at solving problems. And so we feel this need to be the one to solve the problem. But if you kind of flip it a little bit and just say, instead of how do I fix this, who can I talk to or who could solve this problem for me? And it's just a really powerful concept around around that. And that's helped me a lot. So I've been recommending that left and right uh, this year. Yeah, I read that with my mastermind to go and change your perspective on, like you said, problem solving. So it's definitely worth reading. It's a pretty easy read too. So I want to go into your morning routine, but you said something that may that triggered a question for me. Um, you mentioned that agency, you're trying to pull yourself out from certain areas, I'm guessing, so you could focus on other things. What does that look like for you? How do you do that? Yeah, good question. I mean... Over the years, I feel like, you know, when when you first start a business or you get into it, you know, you're you're wearing all the hats. And so you start hiring people as you grow. You know, I started mine from from basically ground zero. So it's just me. And then um, you get so busy, you know, doing client work that you hire somebody and they're gonna help you with that. And then you start filling in these different pieces. But I feel like a lot of times, you know, I've seen it with a lot of other entrepreneurs, you kind of get to a point where you're, you know, maybe manage managing the team and everything, but you're still running a couple of critical functions, whether that's sales or marketing or operations. And so for the last couple of years, I've been trying to get out of some of those bigger seats. So operations was one of those. So I, I had somebody that's been with me for about six years and um, put her into a president role where she's running everything client facing, all the team stuff, all the one on one. So um, that alone was huge in terms of just removing my time and brain energy away from those. And now I'm all marketing and sales. And then I filled the marketing director seat. And so for me, the next piece is, is sales and um, figuring out hiring 
salesperson and then hopefully a team of salespeople, but really trying to just continue to remove myself from kind of the day-to-day function so I can sit in more of the owner seat than the CEO seat, if that makes sense. And so that's really what it looks like is just kind of step-by-step trying to find those key people that can run those sectors of the business. And then, yeah, obviously, so I can see the business from a better angle. And I think a lot of times you can see areas to improve a lot better when you're out of it, kind of looking in. And I just, one of my my mentors uh, had this good comment. He said, kind of head in, hands out, you know? So you're like looking in, giving advice, providing people what they need, but your your hands are out of it. So you're not doing the execution of it. I like that phrase. That's a good one. I'm going to remember that. <laughs> yeah, um, it, stuck, it stuck with me for sure. So let's, let's go to your morning routine. What do your mornings look like? I know you've got two small children, so it's probably a little bit chaotic, chaotic right now, but what does it look like? Yeah, we've got a couple of early risers. So yeah, I would say my morning routine has morphed, but there's a couple of elements that I've, I feel like are always there. And sometimes those items actually get shifted to the previous day. So right now, honestly, the routine is get up usually around 5.30 or 6. And that's when the boys are getting up. One of them still, you know, got to get the bottle ready. And, you know, one of them's all about chocolate milk first thing in the morning. So it's usually grab some bottles and and hang out with them and then shower and make breakfast and and, uh, take them off to school and daycare and stuff. And so previously it had been a lot around you know, make sure I get my workout in and, you know, that sort of thing. But really for me, as long as I eat a good breakfast and um, I'm ready for just leaving for the day at the same time, everything else is kind of like chaos until that point. And sometimes the order gets shifted with the two little guys. And so basically the list in terms of what I need to get do and the calendar and all that, that's already done the night before. And so when I actually arrive at the office, I've already got the game plan. I know what I'm doing. I can just hit the ground running. And then definitely the workout is a big, it used to be a big part of that. And now it's just shifted to after they go down at night or in the middle of the day, like over a lunch hour or something like that. I would normally put that in the in the morning, but I just I don't want to get up in the fours anymore. I've done it. And, you know, about the earliest I want to get up is, you know, five or five fifteen. And so I've just shifted that to other times in the day. If I'm getting up and there's a four on the clock, it's because I'm going on on vacation somewhere. I had like a six o'clock flight or seven o'clock flight. Exactly right. (laughs) I try to minimize those. I know the rockets of a four or whatever, but you know, I've done it and it just, I feel not as good. I, I don't perform later in the day. And so I've just decided I need to restructure other things than get up earlier. And your morning routine is obviously going to change. I think I've changed mine like, I don't know, six times. I'm actually in the process of creating like a 15 to 20 minute routine that I can share with people. So there's like no excuses. You can't say it on time. You can't say I don't know what to do. So I'm sure your routine will change as they're older. Absolutely. Yeah, I would expect it to. Yeah, we were just hanging out with some friends this weekend and they have kids that are a little bit older and they're like, yeah, we actually can get up in the morning and they're old enough to go play by themselves. And so we have have some time to you know do stuff. And so I think I'm just uh, recognizing that this is a season in my life right now and it'll look a little different. And you know, as you go through different seasons, it'll change. I think the one thing that's really helped me is just thinking about with anything you do, whether it's you know structuring your daily 
power list or whatever you're working on your calendar, you know, how you start your day is just being intentional about it. You know, like what, what do you want to get out of it? And that was something that when my first son was born, I anchored my work day really aggressively. I just said, Hey, I'm, I'm going to stick to kind of an eight to four schedule because I want to carve out the time when he wakes up in the morning until work and the time, you know, right in the late afternoon until he goes to bed. And that's time I want with him. And then I'll insert things, you know, either before or after. And so I was writing a book. So I did get up in the fours and and would write some pages before then. And then at night after he went down, I would, you know, do some reading or get my workout in or whatever it is. And, And those things used to happen at different times. But I think if you're just intentional about what you want, you'll fit it in somewhere. I think just making it work. I mean, I, I, before we start recording, I was telling you that we were on a, a small road trip and I, I don't know if I should admit this or not, but I let myself not do my morning routine while I was gone. And uh, just because it was at the hotel, it was just very, very hard. That's that's an excuse. I probably committed something small, but I didn't do anything. And uh, when I got back, I was, I was in a noticeable funk. So I agree with you. Like if life gets crazy and you can't do what you're used to, something is better than, better than nothing. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's talk about happiness, your definition, how you view happiness, how you approach it. What does that look like for you? Good question. I've generally always been a pretty optimistic person, kind of forward looking. So it's pretty easy for me to get excited about things and and making progress. I think for me, happiness is kind of this, this balance of gratitude for what you have and where you're at, and then kind of this progression towards your future self. You know, so I think there's a lot of things that come into play here. You know, it's like, what are your goals? And like, where are you today versus where, where you're trying to go? And like, how big is that differential? Are you making progress towards that? You know, so for me, kind of that personal development, like moving forward, taking a step, taking another step. If I'm not doing that, then my happiness tends to go down. But then there's also the like the dichotomy of just being present and being grateful for the current. And so like my wife and I, um, each night before bed, we just go through three gratitudes from the day, just three things we're grateful for. And even if you just had a, a terrible day, you can always find three things, you know, like grateful to have a roof over your head, grateful you had food, you know, it's just, and I think it gives you that perspective of even when things are really challenging and really tough, you still generally, you know, you can always find something to be grateful for. So I think it's it's just that interesting balance between what you have and where you're at and then where you're trying to go and are you making progress towards that? I love that answer about happiness. I think that so resonates with me, the progression towards your future self and how far, how big is that gap? Um, maybe we're just cut from the same cloth, whatever the phrase is, but that really, uh, I thought that was a great answer. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's funny. I'll I'll just provide like another little example about that, and and it's not even necessarily with big large goals, but it applies to that. You know, my wife and I kind of have this saying that we'll talk about. You know, and like at night, you kind of picture like end of the day, you've had a long work day, maybe you've run around with the kids, they're finally in bed, and you kind of like first just like plop down on the couch. You're like, it's your first like time to just take a breath or whatever. And, uh, you know, the sink's full of dishes and, you know, haven't packed lunches or whatever. And and we always look at each other and we're like, should we do those or save them for tomorrow or whatever? And, and it's kind of comes down to this question of like, 
what will future Spencer and Rachel wish we would have done? You know, and it's like, well, yeah, we wish we would have just cleaned up, did the dishes, like packed the lunches, and then we're ready for the next day. And so I, I think you can you can ask yourself that with the big goals too. And just like, what will your future self be grateful you did? And a lot of times that spurs the action that actually leads to your future self that is a better version. And uh, so I think that's been a helpful question for me to just ponder in the moment and, and, and it spurs that positive action. Yeah, I like that perspective. It sounds like you guys are really in the heat, like just in the heat of it with the kids so young. It definitely gets easier as they get older. I mean, like I'm thinking back to this morning, getting ready for school with my 11-year-old. It's like, Dad, we got to leave in 10 minutes. You haven't even made the lunches yet. Like, shoot, you're right. So soon you get to a point where your 11-year-old is is uh, more on top of things than you are, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'll look forward to that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Spencer, this time flew by. I do, have, I do have one more question for you and then we'll wrap up with you telling everyone how they can learn more about you. I want to ask you about a personal development tip. But I want to gear it more towards uh, finance because now you have a YouTube channel that you're launching to help kids with their financial education. And so give us your best tip for finance. I know, I know the financial tip can apply to everyone, but take it however you want it. What's your number one financial tip? Yeah, so I, I think I'll share this because it's kind of a, a habit and... I think a tip that leads to all other financial things. And when I was younger, growing up, my parents, um, they would give us an allowance and it, you know, it was something like five bucks a week, you know, and, uh, and their deal with that was they said, you have to save half of it. And so, you know, I think it, it varied over the years. I think like it was four or five and six dollars. We had three kids. And so, you know, as you got older, you got a little bit more. And so, you know, for six bucks a week, you had to put three dollars in savings and then you had a, had a whopping three dollars to yourself. But what it did was it built the habit around saving half. And I did that, you know, as I got my first part time job, you know, as a busser making minimum wage and you get kind of the scrap leftover tips from the wait staff. And at least save half. And honestly, I mostly saved, you know, like 80 to 90% of it because what I went to a movie every once in a while with my buddies and go through the Wendy's drive through or something. And so I just wasn't spending a lot of money. But because I built that habit of saving, I didn't blow a lot of it. So I wasn't buying tons of video games and just like spending that money on on stuff. And I, I became really intentional about um, what I wanted to use those dollars for. Put me in an awesome spot when I got out of college because I was able to buy a house at 23. And then I house hacked it and had a roommate and started paying that down. And, you know, that ended up just leading to lots of other things, investments and opportunities that I just wouldn't have had. And so for me, the really the tip is to develop a habit and a discipline around budgeting and saving. And then the savings is going to flow into whatever it's going to be saving up for real estate investment, stock, cryptocurrency, whatever it is, saving for a down payment on your primary residence. If you never learn the discipline of, you know, keeping more than you're using, you know, and keeping that differential and getting pretty aggressive with it when you're early, then you just get really far behind the eight ball and it just gets tougher and tougher to dig yourself out of a hole or make progress in a, in a meaningful way. So yeah, I started a YouTube channel and you know, there's nothing to buy there or anything. My my ultimate mission is just to keep teaching people about financial, you know, principles and best practices and and hopefully get that info into junior highs and high schools just cuz that's that's a huge gap currently, but I would say the main tip/habit is the the habit of 
budgeting and saving and committing to a certain percentage of your income. Yeah, it's a great tip, especially for all the parents listening. Thanks for sharing that. So Absolutely. Spencer, what's the uh, best way to uh, connect with you? YouTube channel, website? Yeah, I'll give people a couple options. Um, the YouTube channel, you can search it. It's called Growth Mode, or you can just search my name, Spencer Powell, and you'll find it. And uh, obviously, feel free to subscribe to that and you know share any of the content that you feel like could be good for uh, peers or kids that are kind of of that age or this info could be helpful to them. It was just really helpful to me to have that info like starting at 14, 15, you know, and beyond versus like learning this stuff when you're 28 or 35, then you're just, you're just decades behind. And then our agency site is builderfunnel.com if anyone wants to go check out what we're up to over there. Great. Thanks, Spencer. You dropped a lot of gems today. Great speaking with you. Thanks, Ryan. I appreciate it. This was fun. Thanks for listening to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. Please subscribe and review. And don't forget to visit us at morningupgrade.com for more content.